Welcome to Tea, Toast, and Trivia. Thank you for listening in. This is a Christmas retrospective conversation that occurred during the December holiday season. Francis, Sarah, and I never had time to make this cake, but the story is a profound reminder that traditions keep our families and communities focused on the things that matter and make for unforgettable memories. So put the kettle on and add to the conversation. We would love to hear your thoughts on teatoasttrivia.com. I'm your host, Rebecca Budd, and I am looking forward to sharing this moment with you. Welcome to Tea, Toast, and Trivia. It's the trio. It's during a holiday season, and we were talking about tradition today. And one of our traditions is a special cake that we always made at Christmas, and that's vina tarda. And I know I'm pronouncing that just a little off, because I think it's vina tarda, because there's an R in there. And, there's a, and it's a T at the end, vina turta. Yeah, that's right. I always call it vina tarta. Well, yeah. it's what we grew up with, right? <laughs> that's right. So I wanted to spend some time with Frances, my mother, and Sarah, my sister, to discuss vina tarta and how it, it influenced our holidays in the past. Mom, take it away. This special cake was introduced to me later in my life. Because when I was young, we always had these beautiful fruit cakes, which the Swedish and the German um, always made several months before Christmas, so that Christmas time it could be enjoyed. But was it because it it blended the the fruit and the the, the taste of it? Well, Vina. Tarta is the same way. You have to make it ahead of time so that it has time to cure. And I was very pleasantly surprised with the result. I got this recipe in Lanike. Uh, it has a great history, which somebody else can talk about. But I received the recipe from a friend and tasted it and became enamored with the taste. Uh, the cookie part is flavored with spices. Then in between each layer, I always used prunes flavored with cinnamon. And then after the cake is baked, which the layers were I used about seven or eight, and then you put the prune filling in. Now, I cooked the prunes, and I always put them through my blender so that they were nice and mellow, and a person couldn't really notice the skins. This was a pleasure of mine sometime in early November, so be ready for Christmas. 
Can I can I ask because you know you you allude to it earlier with coming from the the German Swedish Danish tradition of doing fruit cakes and having them done several months in advance. <laughs> okay. They were fermented. I am sure they were fermenting, and that's probably why everyone really enjoyed them. Because fruit cakes right now are really dry and not very flavorful. You have to make fruit cake way ahead of time. Yes, in order for it to really cure and be tasty. And it was the same way with Wiener Turbot. Now it comes from a different uh, background. I I believe history says slantic. It is. And you know, I was looking it up, which is why I wanted to talk about it, because how do we build on traditions that were never ours to begin with and and then embrace it and then move it on to the next generation? Well, it's interesting because until we actually had this discussion, I thought that it was part of our German tradition. And then all of a sudden, then Rebecca's saying, no, 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 no. It's old. It came quite a bit later. And well, it's actually Icelandic. Are we Icelandic? Well, <laughs> I, think, I think it's not only Icelandic, but I think it uh, comes from Europe earlier. It, I think it does. And in fact, this is the whole point. I, an idea can transfer from one place to the other simply through kitchens. So, so what I found out, it's a Manitoba story. Everyone, we love Manitoba. We lived in Manitoba for most of our lives. And uh, I think that this is something that we can embrace. It came from Iceland. But before that, it was? A Vienna. Yeah. It came from Vienna. And Vienna, Vienna, mm -hmm. Tarta, Vienna cake. Now, in 1875, 20,000 Icelandic people moved to Canada, some to Ontario and most to Manitoba, and the ones from Ontario actually moved over to Manitoba in Gimli area, and it was called New Iceland. <laughs> Do you know why 20,000 people moved from Iceland? Well, didn't it have to do with uh, the eruption? Another of eruption. Yes. Yeah. That was, I think, a quarter of the people. 20, 25% of the population left. Isn't that something? Think think about that. Oh. Can no. you imagine the huge shift uh, and how many people left their homes that had been theirs for centuries mm -hmm. to come to this little-known country? Cold. Cold. Well, mind you, they're kind of used to cold. <laughs> But but still, that you know the wilds of Canada, it was still very much frontier. Most of the the country hadn't even been explored at that point, and there was no water. You know, when you're at Iceland, there's water around it. Yeah. Here is in the middle of a huge continent, <laughs> and they brought their tradition of a cake, and that cake is more known in Canada, in the United States, than it is in Iceland today. So when we decide to make our Icelandic cake this year, which will be in January because time sort of creeped up. Well, if we if we make it in January, we can eat it in April. <laughs> yes, we can. <laughs> Just in time for Easter. I, I can I celebrate it, anything. <laughs> Mom, thank you for introducing this cake to us because it has become 
a cake of our family. And it is now on to the next generation. And they're saying, oh, when can we have the Natarda? And I think that's the very best part of tradition is it carries on. It changes a little bit here and there, but it does. And the older that we get, the more we realize how important that is. So making a cake may seem really simple, but it's a wonderful way to be able to celebrate our traditions and where we've come from and remember them very fondly. Yes. That's a wonderful way to end. I have goosebumps. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> thanks for listening in and thanks for stopping by teatoasttrivia.com. Safe travels. Until next time.